Business Minds, a presentation of the Texas Business Journals. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. In this episode, San Antonio Business Journal Managing Editor Ed Arnold welcomes Dr. Abel Chavez, incoming president at Our Lady of the Lake University. So I'm here with Dr. Abel Chavez. He has been recently announced as the president of Our Lady of the Lake University, a Catholic college here in San Antonio. Currently, you're at the Western University of Western Colorado. Is that correct, Dr. Chavez? Western Colorado University in Gunnison, Colorado. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So would you tell us, how did you get there? How did you become an academic? How did you join that university? Well, thank you for that question. Uh, it's been a topsy-turvy road. There's no doubt about it. Born and raised in Denver but have deep roots in El Paso, Texas, and, and Juarez, Mexico, so border town with El Paso. A different chapter of my life, I called Houston and, uh, and Lake Jackson, just outside of Houston home. But the academic ride was one of uh, just always saying yes to various opportunities, challenges, that next thing that came up. But specifically, though, I was returning from a trip uh, with business leaders and a former governor of Colorado many, many years ago. And this trip was to Mexico City. When I returned, upon my return from Mexico City, I tell you what, I saw infrastructure opportunities everywhere. Global airport right in the center of the city, surrounded by many residential homes, a metro or a public transportation system that was underutilized and also in need of some upgrades food system, water system, right? Uh, And the list goes on, all needing some help. And I shared this vision with a former professor of mine who then connected me to uh, the person who eventually became my doctoral advisor. And Dr. Anu Ramaswamy, who's now at Princeton, I shared with her what I had seen on this Mexico City trip. She invited me to apply to her lab. Months later, she called me that I had been admitted on the same day that my daughter was born is when I got the invitation. <laughs> a, good sign, a good sign, a good Very sign, a good sign, sign right? <laughs> and, and, and so initially, my vision was, you know, I want to do this work across Latin America. But then that work took me to China, to India, to the Philippines, to Kazakhstan, all across Asia. And here recently in the last decade, have I been able to to really implement and execute my vision that I had for Latin America, more specifically Mexico. And, you know, I uh, finished my doctorate. I I took a a research fellowship at a global research institution in Potsdam, Germany, outside of Berlin. And while I was teaching at the Autonomous University of Barcelona in Spain, Western Colorado University came up on my internet browser I clicked and they were looking for someone to start up a master's program. We were not looking to leave Europe. We were not looking to move. We were not looking to return to Colorado. But that was my first step into an academic uh, life. And boy, I tell you what, it's been fun since. Absolutely. And I love thinking about you having this grand vision for you know Latin America. I can I completely understand how you can be inspired by Mexico City. It has... An incredible, it feels like a, a community just full of potential that just needs to be reharnessed and reworked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see how that could be such a driver for you. As, as you say, you have family in El Paso, you know that sort of border community 
you know, mm-hmm. inherently it's inside. So you understand the sort of issues that it makes sense. Finding you in academia where you can really think about those things from the 50,000 foot radius, as it were, and see it from the top down is, is really interesting. I think it's fascinating too, that you, you joined a university in your home. You know, you are a Colorado, is that correct? Like you're native mm-hmm. as if you will to Colorado? Yes. But your folks are immigrants. And so you're the first person in your family to go to college. Did I read that correctly. That is correct. So in, at Our Lady of the Lake University, many, you know, that's a, a story that's very special to us here in San Antonio. An enormous number of my friends and neighbors and coworkers are first generation college students. And Our Lady of the Lake University, for those that are outside the San Antonio area, it has been a window for generations of, of first generation to college uh, children of immigrants for pretty much since its inception or just soon after its mm-hmm. inception. So I was curious about your attachment to that kind of university, is that part of the, the appeal? When you saw the kids at OLLU, did that sort of strike an interest in you in the same way that you may have seen perhaps yourself in previous life? Absolutely. So at Our Lady of the Lake University, the majority of students, um, about you know 66% are of Hispanic or Latino descent. That's total enrollment. About 80% of undergrads are Hispanic or Latino descent. About 40% of total enrollment are first-generation students, just like I was. About 45% of undergrads uh, are first-generation. That is a big part of my reason, uh, of my why, of why I serve education, higher education, and the entire educational system. And that's also one of the reasons why the uh, innovation around education um, is very near and dear to me. Education is a big puzzle. I have this calling of looking at that complex puzzle and breaking it apart to find those creative ways of of getting our students through, period, or getting through faster, or getting through at a lesser cost, or getting through and taking on a multitude or an array of projects locally and globally, and knowing the various challenges and really the opportunities and the tremendous amounts of mentors that I've had throughout my career, Those are the type of things that I want to do for the many students, for the 3,000 students plus that attend Our Lady of the Lake University so that they too can have a passport stamped with, uh, with many stamps from many countries where they say, yeah, you know, I've been in that country and I've listened to those people and I've been in service to those people, to those economies, to those communities. And so that they too can have stamps, not only in their passport, but also throughout the world. I know that the students at Our Lady of the Lake University, including the faculty and staff, are thirsty for those types of opportunities. And I look forward to, you know, bringing a creative lens to making all of that happen for our students. You know, one of the things is you're talking about getting them access to that passport, getting them through. But you also mentioned getting them through at an appropriate cost. I mean, kids are being saddled with more and more debt than ever before when they leave college. And it's a detriment. It, we've certainly seen on our end when we look at it in the business lens, it's led to you know less home ownership. It's led to a sort of trading off of things that young adults would normally or traditionally have done, but because they're saddled with large amounts of debt, they can't. I read in your background that your parents were very adamant that you not acquire a bunch of debt as you went through school. I was wondering, if you tell us, how did you do it? What was your path that got you there? You know, and that is true. So my dream many years ago was to attend one of the top engineering schools in the country, the Colorado School of Mines. Mm -hmm. And 
I applied. I've always been a, a decent student with with various flips across my record, but for the most part, I've been I've been pretty good. So grades were too much of an issue. But I applied. I was admitted to that school, the Colorado School of Mines. I just didn't have the money to attend, and mom and dad refused in allowing me to take out loans to attend my number one choice. And part of that was lack of knowledge or just know-how or education on my family's part to consider that not all debt is bad debt. However, you know, we didn't know how to navigate that system back then. So, you know, I ended up enrolling at the community college, a move that I have absolutely no regrets over. But the same question continued to come up uh, at the community college, no doubt as an undergrad. And so what I did, I would apply this is the same lesson that I share with my uh, with, with my son today. Apply to 10 to 15 scholarships and you might get three or four of those scholarships. So apply for any aspiring uh, higher ed student or current student or parent listening. You know, let's encourage folks to apply. But then also beyond that, uh, internships are great ways to to offset the cost of, of education, taking on perhaps work-study roles or jobs on campus that are meaningful to one's major is also another great way. I graduated with zero debt as an undergrad, but as a professional, Ed, I've connected municipalities, nonprofit agencies, business entities to match whatever modest resources I have in my possession at the university to 2x to double the resources for our students and and getting those resources 100% of those resources in the pockets of our students. And so look, as president of Our Lady of the Lake University, I fully expect myself to be creative, entrepreneurial and invite our business community uh, onto campus to help them with their workforce development needs also help our own students with their cost of attendance, but then also the practicality of their education through practicums and internships and other cooperative educational opportunities. And all of those things will reduce the cost of attendance. It got me thinking, you know, you were talking about the, you know, I sort of think of it as return on investment, right? I, I spoke with my daughter about this. I said, you know, depending on what it is that your goal is, perhaps debt is not the worst thing in the world. Let's just mm -hmm. make sure it's controlled and you don't overdo it. And you get, you know, because if you have to take out $10,000, $20,000 is larger than we'd like, but you take that out to immediately earn and, and focus on an, and a career that will pay you back and be more than worth that investment. But how do you make sure, because I think there's a fear in this for a lot of parents and a lot of younger uh, students, freshmen, sophomore, not maybe not 100% certain which way to go is, how do you make certain and deliver on the idea that if they come to Our Lady of the Lake University, that when they leave, they're on a path to a successful career as opposed to just a degree, if you will. And I hate to downplay the value of a degree. I don't mean to do that. But where they see that there's a work path beyond school for them. Sure. And so I want to touch on, on something that, the, that, that you mentioned at the beginning of your question. There is an ROI element. In fact, just recently, the Georgetown University Center for Education and Workforce published some of their more recent results showing that a bachelor's degree, on average, uh, a bachelor's degree in the U.S. has an average lifetime earnings over the course of a 40-year or so career of $2.8 million. 
That is more than double the lifetime earnings of only a high school diploma, which they project is 1.2 million. And so that in itself clearly speaks to the value of higher education, of a bachelor's. And let's add master's to that, right? And doctorates, the annual wages increase from bachelor's to master's about $13,000 or so per year on average. Uh, The doctorate from a master's to doctorate uh, increases by another $20,000 per year. And given our portfolio of products at Our Lady of the Lake University, we have bachelor's, we have master's, we have doctorates. And so now to your question very directly, we will continue to partner with the business community and with other agencies, with non-governmental organizations, with nonprofits, so that our students, as they complete their studies, are putting their studies into practice in the real world and gaining and building that resume, right? And ensuring that they are putting those skills into practice and also the values that that we're very good at Olu into practice and serving society overall. Dr. Abel Chavez joining us. In our next segment, he shares his opinion on the future of education. When Texas Business Minds continues. At Texas Mutual Insurance Company, we celebrate the workers who keep your business growing strong. They're a vital part of our community, and we're proud to be on the job with 1.5 million of them every day. More at TexasMutual.com slash on the job. Continuing our conversation as managing editor Ed Arnold chats with Dr. Abel Chavez. I do see a lot more in our business community focus on trade training, you know, trade schools, uh, specific job training, as opposed to more general education with specificity and a career path. I am often the person advocating for a more general education with the more traditional four-year college where you get a general education you specify as you move along through the program. And I've had, you know, surprisingly engaged conversations with business owners who talk about how the, 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 the general education portion of, of college is really unnecessary. We need to sort of focus them on very specific, very narrow kinds of education. And I, I've been the one to sort of to take up the mantle that we want to raise the whole thing. It's not just about trying to pinprick your individual business. It's about improving the overall workforce. That's been part of OLLU's history throughout its its time. So I was wondering if you might help give me a couple of ideas where I can help convince some of those business owners that why the fully rounded bachelors is as valuable as you know, as any other kind of job, I don't want me to downplay job skills training. I think those are very valuable and I don't need to make it seem otherwise. But I was wondering if you might, if you might help me like convince some of my business owners, like why you want to stay connected with the four-year traditional four-year colleges instead of sort of narrow casting into more, more workforce development training. You know, I am a scientist. I am an educator at heart. I've had a very productive career um, within academia, no doubt, and, and before, prior to entering academia as well. And the way that I think about this, and this is what I often tell my students, is that you pick any challenge in the real world right now, any challenge. Let's go with um, out west. It could be water scarcity. Water scarcity is not only going to be or not only can be addressed by an engineer like myself. 
water scarcity must be addressed by multiple disciplines. And it is these multiple disciplines. And it's just that it's that very diverse thinking uh, gained through a multidisciplinary approach that can help us address. You pick whatever challenge uh, we must address. And of course, I'm, you know, water scarcity is, is an infrastructural challenge, but we could remove that and replace it with a different challenge. And the same holds true. And so giving our students that ability to think across disciplines, to be able to, to dip in and out of, of saying, OK, you know, now I'm going to think like a sociologist. I'm going to dip out and now think like a mathematician. I'm going to dip out and now think like a computer scientist, perhaps. That can be truly cutting edge. And then we could equip our students to serve the business community on the same multitude and wide array of challenges that they too are, are faced with from, look, it could be, it could be marketing one second of the day. And, and how do we get this new product out into the hands of, you know, uh, some prospective customer to, okay, the product that we got out now needs to be re-engineered. Uh, how do we re-engineer that same product to perhaps update it to what the customer wants? That too, right, is, is that multidisciplinary approach. And so that's on the level that I think, and our institutions as a whole still have some work to do to get there. But I believe that, uh, that the institutions of higher learning and the business community are coming together to really crack that nut more and more so. And Look, in San Antonio, we could start with uh, our top economic sectors and say, okay, you know, what does that approach look like for healthcare and bioscience? What does that approach look like for aerospace? How about IT and cybersecurity, which, of course, we have, we have a strong portfolio over at Our Lady of, of the Lake University. Also in San Antonio, the new energy economy is one of those top sectors. So how can we be a partner to those businesses in those top economic sectors to think across disciplines so that we can also prepare our students uh, to take on those roles. And I will tell you, uh, just having known, you know, some of those business leaders, I think by the time you get settled here in San Antonio, you'll have some meetings. I have no doubt that they're going to come down and say hello and introduce themselves. I sure I am going to encourage them all to. Yeah, I sure am going to encourage them to. Um, and then, you know, just the last thing I think, you know, it's important, but again, I think that it's it's part of the story of, of this university and your trip to it. You're the first Latino president of Our Lady of Lake University, and I just wanted to ask you what that meant to you and, and how that made you feel when you got the job. Well, I learned that I would be the first Latino president of Our Lady of the Lake University after I had received the offer. I was not aware of that. Honestly, I was not, a, not aware of that, but at the very second that I learned, in fact, it was a reporter who mentioned this, who brought that up, uh, to, brought that to, to my attention. Uh, when I learned about it, deep sense of obligation and, and responsibility settled in. The same sense of obligation and, and responsibility that I felt uh, the day that my doctoral advisor confirmed that I had successfully passed and defended my dissertation, my doctoral dissertation. And being the first Latino president, of Our Lady of the Lake University. I put that up there with being the first in my family to attend college, put that up there with being the first in my family to uh, live abroad, uh, put that up there with, you know, first in my family to you fill in the blank. And so I will continue to be responsive to our university, faculty, staff, the sisters, our students, our families, the business community, the entire 
South Texas region. You all have my promise that I will be responsive to our needs because we're in this together. I will fully embrace being the first Latino president. And uh, I look forward to having that first copy with many of you here in the coming months. Excellent. Well, you guys hear that. The door is open. I don't flood the inbox quite yet because you're not quite in town. You're still in Colorado. When, when will you be here? Will you be coming over the summer to, to begin to get settled? Late spring, early summer is, is what it's looking like for my family and I. Uh, it's, still, it's still coming into focus since, uh, you know, I have a, a, a number of, of, of important responsibilities at Western uh, that we need to wrap up and close out and uh, looking forward to, to closing those out and, and joining everyone down in San Antonio. Well, I'm comfortable speaking for our listeners and our community that we're very excited to have you down here. And we're quite welcome to share in our 60 degree February weather right now uh, as soon as you can get here. <laughs> but we do. I think it was 20 last week, though, right? Ah, that was a blip. That's two days. <laughs> We were right back playing golf yesterday. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Dr. Chavez, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. I really enjoyed it. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Looking forward to meeting you and, and the listeners. Absolutely. Very good. Dr. Abel Chavez, incoming president at Our Lady of the Lake University, joining us. Thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Texas Business Journals. And brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. Texas.